what's up guys welcome to, i think it's episode number seven of double entendre um i'm sitting outside on my porch man the birds are chirping and stuff like that i was like let's do this thing outside today so that's what i'm doing man it looks it's a pretty day outside i'm not sure about y'all but it's monday today is memorial day i'm pretty sure you know yeah uh i've been kind of busy as lately you know when you graduate you know you got to do some adult stuff find jobs and stuff and also uh, you know, apply for other schools. I've been doing a lot as far as that, but I've been enjoying myself with this whole process. Can't wait to see what happens next. But yes, let's talk about something that I thought was interesting that I saw on Twitter was the best rap duo of all time. And I was actually kind of interested into it because I was looking at the different types of uh, responses that were going on. There is a plane. All right, yeah, it's going away. All right, best rap duos. That's what I saw. And I was like, okay, let me look at this, see these comments and stuff like that. And I was seeing people say rappers I've never even heard of. I was seeing people say groups that I've, you know, have known my whole life. It was very interesting, like, you know, hearing that. So you could definitely see where these people were at as far as where they lived. Uh, definitely some people were from the East Coast, West Coast, and the South Side. You can definitely see that by their, uh, their selections. Me personally, being from the South Side, I'm definitely biased towards certain people, but that's just how I am. And you can definitely see that. But, um, you know, I saw people like Mob Deep, UGK, Eric B, and Rakim, uh, groups I've never actually listened to, but I was like, shoot, I didn't give that a try because that's just not the kind of stuff I grew up on. But, you know, I really wish I can add, or actually, before I start this, I made a little bit of a list. It's not no long behind list, it's like eight, it's like eight people or eight groups. Um, I wanted to put Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole in this, but you can't because they only have like three songs together. And also, the fact that uh, they had this thing called Black Friday that came out back in 2013, I believe. If y'all remember that, they had did something. It was like a big tease. I thought we all thought it was going to be something crazy, but really, J. Cole rapped on a Kendrick Lamar beat. Kendrick Lamar rapped on a J. Cole beat. I forgot what the specific songs were, but um, nah, I, I can't put these dudes in this list. I'm sorry, man. That's just not how it's going to work out. But uh, let's let's get into it. Okay, first, number eight. I don't like these people, okay? I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't like these people. Run the Jewels with Killer Mike and LP. I don't like them. The reason why they're on here is because I have friends that like them. Uh, they're highly talked about online. They're also, I mean, my brother likes them too. So when I hear people that like them, I'm like, okay, well, they, they have a talent. But when I listen to them, I think they suck, okay? That's just me. I think they I think they're absolutely garbage. But that's just me. But I do appreciate uh seeing that they're loved amongst people. So they're on this list. They're my number eight. Uh for number seven, I got crisscross in this thing with number seven, I have crisscross with the Mac Daddy and the Daddy Mac on here. I believe Mac Daddy, Chris, Mac Daddy Kelly, I believe he passed away in like twenty thirteen. But this group is something that I grew up on and I love still to this day. Uh, I think they went on stage and they had their clothes switched, not switched in like, like they were wearing each other clothes. They were like, like the front part was facing the back part. You know, that's, that was, tr that, if you think about it, that was actually trendy. Like they were the zeitgeist for wearing stuff like that. I mean, that's just, it's really, it really was something else, you know? And I can always appreciate a group that does something different. And that's what they were at Crisscross, you know, just take things and make it, make it the other way. That's how they work, you know? Love their music. That's my number seven to my number six. It's going to be Ray Shrimmerd. Now, Ray Shrimmerd, I think, sucks. But the reason why I, I had them on this list is because Sway Lee, I believe, is good. 
but Slim Jimmy sucks. So when you have a sucky person and a good person and you put them together, I mean, one's going to carry. But to be honest with you, your team is as strong as your weakest link. So they they suck in my opinion. But the music that they had when I was growing up was always like, it's that house party music that I did like. I did like that. I think I like much more the production than what they were saying. But Swilly's voice, of course, is great. But uh, that's really just what he's known for. Just like, you know, having that interesting voice. That's why he's featuring a lot of music. People want him on their songs. Nobody wants Slim Jimmy on their song. Let's keep it real. That's just not how they work. Slim Jimmy could leave and Ray Shimmer will not be affected. But, you know, Sway Lee is really Ray Shimmer. People thought Ray Shimmer's name was Sway, like Sway Lee's name. Like, no, it's Ray Shimmer's a group. They had no idea. Also, it's drummer's ear backwards, in case y'all didn't know. But uh, I have them on here because simply because of memories, man. That's I'm going to just keep it real with you. But now we're going to get into the actual stuff that I actually like, the, the real nit and gritty. That stuff was like, okay, good, that I just listed. They were okay, good. But let's get into the great. You know what I'm saying? So number five, I'm going to say uh, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. You know, songs like Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble in the Summertime. Summertime, I still listen to to this day. Uh, Jazzy Jeff was the DJ. Will was the rapper. They had one album called, I think it's called Willennium. Oh my gosh, it's just it's just good music. I mean, I can't, I can't. Really, if I were you, listen to Willennium. Listen to uh, their greatest hits. I'm going to say listen to that, and you're going to enjoy it. That's like that classic 90s. That's just that 90s feel. And also, uh, songs like Summertime are like songs I listen to on like drives with the windows down in the summertime. Actually, it's a good song, man. Check it out. Now, for number four... This is this is a big deal right here. Now I got them at number four because I believe they could they should be higher. I'm gonna keep it real with you, but this list is strong in my opinion. This list is strong in my opinion. Okay, it's it's strong. Okay, so number four, Waka Flocka and Gucci Mane, Ferrari Boys, a white girl in town. Her name is Cocaine. Fifteenth and the first, she be putting on. You know what I'm saying? That now when I was like from nine to like twelve, I played for this team called the Yard Dogs. And, uh, oh, the Yard Dogs and the Marlins. Two teams, I'm sorry. Now, the Marlins, I was uh, playing baseball in Riverdale. That's where Waka Flocka was from. And, oh, my gosh, they used to absolutely blast uh, Waka Flocka all the time. But then when I went to the uh, the Yard Dogs, which was like a travel ball team, they were they were playing the Ferrari Boys. And, oh, my gosh, uh, 15th and the 1st was, like, the song they played the most. And we used to, like, you know, have times where we were, like, you know, between innings where, you know, nobody's playing, nobody, nothing's going on. And they would sit there and blast that music. And we'd be going to places like East Cobb. Oh, my gosh. It brings back so much memories. And that's why they're on this list because they were definitely a big part of my childhood. Music I still listen to and I appreciate. Gucci Mane and Waka Flocka, I'm pretty sure. They don't even like each other. They hate each other, actually. I think. I don't know if they ever got back. I think Gucci Mane dropped Waka from uh, Brick Squad Records. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, though. I remember Gucci Mane was in this interview. And they were talking about Waka Flocka, and that man just got up and he just left. So that that beef is some serious beef. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, let's go on number three. Number three, Drake and Future. Y'all know I'm a big Drake fan. That's just how it worked, man. Oh, that rhymes. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Nah, Drake and Future. They 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 work they worked well together on What a Time to Be Alive. I think that came out in 2013, 2014. Had talks of dropping a, a second album. They never freaking did it. We knew it. I think we all knew they weren't going to do it. They're supposed to drop it, I think, in December of 2020. That never happened. The Future also has had 
uh, other albums with other people like Little Uzi, uh, Juice World. But I'm gonna say this: Little Uzi album was it bad? No. The Juice World album was it bad? No. But it does not beat the Future and Drake collab. But uh, no, Little Uzi, you know, Juice World too. They were good albums, in my opinion. Now the Juice World one took me a long time to like to like form like a appreciation for it. Um, but there were some good songs on it. When I first heard it, I was like, this is terrible. The first song on the album made me shut it off altogether. I'm gonna keep it real with you, and it's still terrible. But it's not that bad, bad of an album. But Drake and Future together at the times where they were both going up and they were both like like the best in the game going hand in hand, that album was insane, absolutely insane. So they're number three. Uh, my number two is Kanye West and Jay-Z with the album Watch the Throne. You know, that album was absolutely amazing. Uh, I think that came out sometime when I was in middle school, like early middle school. Uh, so I think around 2010, 2011, I believe. Uh, songs like Niggas in Paris. I went to a white school, by the way. And they, I mean, they couldn't say songs, but or say certain lyrics. But that was just crazy. Like Niggas in Paris, what else? Uh, what was it? That song with Beyonce, it's called Lift Off. And then they had one song with Frank Ocean. I forgot what that song was called. And also the Otis Redding sample song called Otis. Great song. The album all together. I think every song on the album was very, very good. Every single one was a masterpiece, to be honest with you. On the rap side, on the production side, you can tell Kanye was in the production side going crazy. And that's what I like. But I wish they would have made more stuff together, to be you know honest with you. But... I think they did what they did in that time period, and they just let, left it alone. And I gotta appreciate that, but you know, I still want more. But you know, that's not gonna happen. And then number one, I'm from Atlanta, all right. Now y'all know my number one. Y'all know what the number one is. Okay, let's be real with you. Uh, everybody here knows what it is. I don't, do I, I don't even think I have to actually say it. But I'm gonna say it. I don't even think I have to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. It's Outcast. Reasons. I mean, everybody knows why. I mean. Come on now, Andre 3000. Not, but come on, man, Andre 3000, big boy. To be to be real with you, I think Andre 3000 uh, kind of pulled his weight, kind of like Ray Shimmer, but not to the same like Slim Jimmy. But uh, Andre 3000 pulled a lot for that group, and I'm gonna tell you this. Um, back when rap was like a big issue as far as who's better, West Side or like the the East Coast. That was a time where the South Side made their, like, big. They showed out. I forgot what, what Music Awards this was. But uh, Andre 2000 and uh, Big Boy won an award. And everybody was booing him. And, you know, I forgot what he said, but it, like, changed the course of, like, how people thought about South Side rap. And I forgot. Oh, my gosh. I forgot what he said. It's kind of it's, it's bothering me now. But, you know. People were now looking at the South Side as like a threat, and like it used to be New York and L.A., but now people are looking at in at, uh, at Atlanta now, which made it a big deal, and he paved the way for a lot of Atlanta rappers to, you know, come out. And, I mean, Atlanta would not be what it is today without the Outkast and them as a group. So for them to be what they were in their music style and what they did is like a generational thing, they're number one, and they're always going to be number one. I don't care what your list is as far as uh, people from... The East Coast, West Coast, you could say it could be Snoop Dogg and uh, Dr. Dre. You could say Eminem and you could say Rakim. You could say whatever you want. Outcast is number one. And I, I, don't, I don't need to hear any other music to know that Outcast, Outcast is definitely number one. That's all I have today. 
that was my number one, my last group. I thought I'd just sit here and talk about it. I felt like it was interesting, a little interesting topic. I'm going to try to keep episodes this short because, to be real with you, you don't want to hear no freaking hour episode. Let's be real. I mean, I don't even want to hear that. I think 10 to 15 minutes is a, is a good, solid. There is a bird going crazy. It's a good, solid little uh, sitcom. I say like a sitcom podcast. I mean, it's nice, short, and sweet. Just getting straight to the point. And I'm, I'm going to try to keep it like that. You know, I was thinking the other day. I was like, how many hours do you have in a day? You have 24 hours a day. So you sleep for eight of them. So you got 16 left, okay? You got work. You got stuff you got to do. I mean, you got what? Go to the gym at some, some point in time. That leaves you like, what, what, four hours left in your day? So would you want to spend an hour of that listening to a podcast when you got like three hours left? Nah. Now you could dedicate 10 to 15 minutes for it, but an hour, I don't think so. You know, this is not how it's going to work out. But let's see how it is. Let's try it out, whatever, you know. But thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I'll be back next week, next Monday, I hope, you know. <laughs> Got to do a lot of stuff, a lot of grown-up stuff. But um, thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one.